Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's hour number two of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And just as we come on, one game winds up going off as the Colorado Rockies get the job done against the LA Dodgers, three to two, the final. So, wound up taking the total of right around 11 after 12. You didn't wind up having to sweat this one out very much as this was a game in which saved very comfortably under the total. I think that both team totals were at minimum five in this one. So the full game total did not wind up exceeding any of the team totals in this instance. And for Irma Marquez and company, a very solid showing in this one. The Rockies, they do wind up closing as a pretty sizable underdog in this spot. They wound up closing a lot of places right around a 139, 140-ish with regards to the money line. So... Nice little cash if you want to take the plus price on the on the Colorado Rockies. And we've just seen it the first couple days of the season in general. You haven't had like a absolute like dog fest or anything like that. But with that said, a couple underdogs have been able to come in as of right now. It is sitting with 12 underdogs being able to cash in the first 30 games of the regular season. So when you wind batting in there, the juice and everything like that, underdogs not necessarily doing too bad. We're going to be tracking this all throughout the season as it's been really an under Palooza today. In Major League Baseball, really, you're blown over. This point has been that Cubs versus Brewers game with the Cubs being able to get it done by kind of nine to zero, thanks to Brandon Woodruff in the first inning not being able to throw a strike to be able to save his life. We've got two other games that are going down: Padres and Diamondbacks, along with Astros and Angels. We'll get you up to date on Padres and Arizona Diamondbacks first, as you've got currently a five to two game going into the bottom of the ninth inning for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Seth Beer was able to hit a home run for the Arizona Diamondbacks to be able to have a walk-off win earlier in the series. I would say don't hold your breath on that happening once again because it is the Arizona Diamondbacks, ladies and gentlemen. And coming in to be able to close this one out after Joe Musgrove wanted giving six very solid innings for the San Diego Padres. We've got Taylor Rogers. Taylor Rogers coming over from the Minnesota Twins. Guy that's relatively reliable. He's now got two outs. So looking like the Arizona Diamondbacks going to be unable to get there. And that's looking like yet another under that we're going to be seeing going down today. And then the other game that is going on, that would be out there in Los Angeles. You've got the Angels currently in the lead on the Houston Astros by a kind of one to zero. Jared Walsh wound up hitting a home run in the second inning. And really that has been all the scoring that we have seen. So it's been a very low scoring game. Justin Verlander coupled with Noah Thor Syndergaard, a pair of guys that they just have not pitched a lot in recent years. Now, a pair of guys are very rock solid, but just have been dealing with injuries in general. 
solid nights for both of those gentlemen. So you always do like to see that, just like you always love to see the Masters, one of the best tournaments out there in all of golf. And things are a little bit more interesting than we were thinking they might be, as Scotty Scheffler wound up entering into round number three today with a very large lead. And now it has been cut to three, no question. Scheffler finding himself a sizable favorite. If you take a look at DraftKings, you're right now finding him at a minus 225 at being the outright winner. And then you got Cameron Smith. He is the very clear number two at plus 275. Clear number three, Sunjay M is at 14 to one. And then everyone else 60 to one or north of that. So you've seen a big divide with regards to this. And if you're looking to bet this live, because I wouldn't be taking any of the overnight numbers. I'm not necessarily much of a gentleman that winds up betting on golf to begin with. But with that said, what I think is really important to do when it comes to being able to take a look at golf in the final round, final two rounds, is that you want to just take a look at a guy that they seem to be picking up steam. They seem to be able to bury some putts. And sometimes a lot of that can be having to do with just what time you wind up going off in general because some of these guys, they wind up getting a very favorable draw in the AM. Sometimes not so much of a favorable draw in the AM. Now we know that Tiger Woods has been able to capture all the attention. The fact that he was able to make the cut very good feel good story. He's going to be entering into this one at a tie for 40, 41 plus seven. I'm shooting a 78 today. And I know that Brady Cannon on VEASAN Bet Center was mentioning this a little bit earlier. Just seems like he's starting to run out of gas. I would say don't wind up wasting your money on taking a Tiger Woods future. He's pretty much plus 50,000. I mean, it's one of those cases in which you're getting like 5,000 to one on him to be able to win this tournament. I think that I've got about as good of a shot to be able to win this tournament at this point. That's not something that you want to be taking a look at. But in the matchup props, I do think that it's intriguing because you always want to be taking a look at a little bit more motivation with regards to some of these guys like a Tiger Woods, for instance. He's going to be going all out for this tournament. He's not a guy that is playing his normal tour schedule. That is not going to be the case anymore for Tiger Woods. So the masters you're probably going to be seeing him at like the u.s open the those big tournaments he's going to be selling out all for those meanwhile guys are a little bit more regulars on the tour if they wind up just coming out they have a little bit of rough go of it towards the beginning part of the day you got to wonder how much of it is going to be them maybe experimenting for a future round you're going to do that a whole heck of a lot less at the masters and say you're generic like houston open tournaments or anything like that but you certainly do have to question how much motivation there's going to be if you have a guy that's like 13 shots back and there's three holes to play. So I do think that that's something that does wind up coming into the fold as well as right now I'm seeing the Tiger Woods versus John Rahm matchup right now be with Tiger Woods at plus 205 and John Rahm at minus 255. Should John Rahm have a little bit of advantage? Yes, because I mean, we've just seen it with Tiger Woods. The fact that he wound up having that nice first round was something that was very good to see, but his rounds have been going progressively up and up and up, 71, 74, and then today, a 78. You have to wonder what he's going to be able to have left in the tank in the final round, and I think that this is a good just measuring stick to see where Tiger Woods is in general because obviously he's coming back from so much not only just a big layoff, not only just a big car accident, but just a little bit of a mental hurdle being out there for the first time in a very long time as well. So I do think that just trying to put together four days in general is one of the most difficult things for him at this point. And, and you give him credit. You take a look at some of the guys that they did not wind up making the cut and you're able to have sort of a who's who in some of these cases like Xander Shoffley. He wound up missing the cut. You wind up having Bryson DeChambeau shoot a 76 and an 80. So for Tiger Woods to be able to do what he's been able to do, I mean, a lot of credit to him, but you do take a look at the top of the leaderboard right now, and you do have a lot of guys that have had a lot of recent success that are more towards that are more towards the top end. It becomes a little bit more intriguing than just a guy that's going to be able to win this thing outright because, I mean, it's a short race right now, unless if you're taking Cameron Smith or you're taking Scotty Scheffler, you're going to be getting at the very minimum 14 to one with that regard. But Scotty Scheffler, as we know, coming into this tournament, the guy was just absolute diamond dynamite to be able to begin the year, wanted being able to get that number one ranking. And right now has been able to live up to that. But I do think that how some of these guys close, it's going to be very intriguing as well. Someone like a Dustin Johnson who wound up shooting a 75 today, Kyle Morikawa had a little bit of a rough go of it as well at a 74. These are guys that are very proven out there on the tour. They've been able to put together some good results. Justin Thomas, he finds himself in that he finds himself in that top ten as well. Currently tied for six. 
he wound up having a little bit of a rough day with regards to the back nine having a trio of bogeys but certainly has been able to string together a little bit of a good go of it as well and i do think that when you're taking a look at just some of these i guess you could call it ancillary markets not necessary to be able to win it outright but i do think that there's a lot of value in being able to take a look at some of these top tens being able to take a look at some of these top 20s because once again wanted to mentioning it motivation with some of these guys it is going to be ranging a little bit more like i take a look at someone like a dustin johnson him being able to finish out those last couple of strong you got to think that it's still important for him no question about it but you take a look at someone that might be a little bit lower down the line like a will Zalatoris, if he's able to sneak in for like a top 15 a top 20 a top 10 list goes on and on depending upon how he winds up doing tomorrow you got to feel like there might be a little bit more there and that's something that you want to take a look at in all sports because with regards to motivation i think that some people wind up having it be a little bit too extreme because it's like oh you've got team x right here or they've got all this in the world you're able to list out 57 different things and then it's like team y was here for a very nice meal i feel like sometimes we wind up doing that with regards to motivation and that's not the case whatsoever these are all professionals they all are certainly going to be gunning to be able to do as good as humanly possible i don't think that we should wind up having it where it's like one person has like 57 things to play for and the other team has a nice meal to be going home to or something like that but i do think that it is important to try to take a look at some of these guys that they've got different things that are on the line maybe you've got different incentives that are going on as well some of these guys they need to be able to crack like the top 12 to be able to get an exemption next season you're looking at fedex points as well so the list of motivations winds up going down the line so i do think that that is something that you do want to be taking a look at with regards to the masters obviously scotty scheffler finding himself finding himself very much the favorite going into this with a three-shot lead at minus 225 but should be very interesting for those of you guys that want to being able to take some top 10s being able to take some top 20s as what's going to be happening there because from there things wind up getting a little bit more jam-packed and we are currently jam-packed with regards to what we're all seeing this mlb season as well we have seen the end of the sixth inning between the angels and the astros and right now it is the angels that are currently in the lead by kind of one to zero and really been a good pitching performance on both sides justin verlander he winds up going five strong did wind up giving up a solo home run to jared walsh but by and large be able to do a solid job christian avier really the long relief guy for the houston astros wound up get, being able to get out of the sixth and then for north or Syndergaard, his first start of more than one inning because he wound up having two games at the end of the 2021 season where he wound up just giving a one inning i guess you could call a cameo he winds up going four and a third innings two hits no runs allowed did a very solid job for this team and I think it's going to be intriguing to be able to handicap the Los Angeles Angels moving forward. We were talking about it with Chris Sheehan a little bit more in hour number one. And by the way, big thanks to Chris for joining me in the first hour of in the first hour of the Greg Peterson experience. But I do think that gauging this Angels team, they just seem to be a little bit overvalued because everyone looks at the names of Shoy Otani and Mike Trotta and they think, oh, this is going to be such a dominant team. For one, I will go out here on a limb. Trout and Otani are could to hit right around 100 and i will say i think that that is going to be up just a tad but what you're going to be able to get out of some of these other guys is going to be very big someone like a brandon marsh tyler wade guys that they just haven't necessarily done it at the big league level how they wind up performing is really where you want to be gauging the la angels and coming up next we do have quite a few pitching matchups that are now set for sunday so we're going to be diving into what we're going to be getting on the sunday mlb board next right here on vsin the sports betting network Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and expect. 
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to be able to have nicotine satisfaction? Well, look for three letters. ZYN. Zid Nicotine Pouches are satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free, any tobacco alternative that you're able to rely upon because you have 10 different varieties, spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so that way you can easily find the satisfaction level that is perfect for you. Zin is America's number one nicotine pouch. It is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning that it's never been easier to find your Zin. So head over to zin.com slash find to be able to look at a store that is nearest you. That is zyn.com slash find and warning. This is a product that contains nicotine. Nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. And we've got one game currently going on in the MLB circuit. That would be Angels versus Astros currently. We've got a 1-0 game with the Angels in the lead. It is the top of the seventh inning and got a man on first base for the Houston Astros. So we're going to be keeping tabs there. But we've got a locked and loaded slate that we're going to be finding on Sunday. And teams as all teams have decided on a starting pitcher. You've got Spencer already who's going to be going for the Texas Rangers. That was really the lone TBD. So you're able to take care of that. And the game that was calling my name with regards to DK Nation, I do one of these write-ups every day. Directly enough, Ben, the series has really had not a lot of scoring as you got the Cleveland Guardians going up against the Kansas City Royals. And what I like about baseball as well, rotation numbers are very easy. They go National League games first, then the American League games, and then any interleague games go on the bottom. So I think that that's a very good way to do it rather than when you wind up having college basketball. And sometimes you're like, hmm, I wonder where this is. 9-15 and the game is like at midnight or something like that. It's like, what the heck is going on here? But... With that said, let's go Guardians versus the Kansas City Royals. Right now, the Royals are finding themselves a little bit of a favorite. At DraftKings, you're finding them at minus 120. That's a high watermark. You're finding them in a lot of other places right around minus 110-ish. And for the Guardians, a lot of even money out there. We've seen them shift as low as a minus 105, but you're finding a lot of cases which are right around even with your total between 8.5 and, and 9. Highly juiced overs of 8 with regards to 8.5. Highly juice unders with regards to the nine that we're seeing as well. But when it comes down to it, I felt like the Cleveland Guardians should have been a little bit more of a favorite in this spot. I was willing to lay a little bit of a price. So we're going to be going with the Cleveland Guardians with regards to DK Nation pick. Because take a look at Cal Quantrill, what he was able to do towards back half of the season last year. Guy was flat out phenomenal after July 17th. So after the All-Star break. This is a gentleman that he wanted pitching 88 innings. Wanted giving up in that time span only about... He wound up only giving up nine home runs, so was able to do a nice job being able to hold it down there. And then you take a look at what you're able to get on the flip side for the Royals. Chris with a K, Bubich is someone that in his last 21 appearances of the season, so from June 8th on, when he really wound up getting developed as a little bit more of a starter, 20 home runs given up in 96 innings with a 525 ERA. Now, the lone asterisk with that is that the Kansas City Royals actually wound up going 12-9 and nine in those 21 appearances. That said, the Royals were certainly firing all cylinders a little bit more with regards to offense than you've seen recently as you've got the Guardians who in the series have scored a whopping one run. And the Kansas City Royals, they wound up winning today's game 1-0 in 10 innings, which, well, you just didn't wind up having either team really be able to do a terrific job there. And you take a look at both teams. When it comes to power, you've got the best power guy for the Kansas City Royals on their side. Salvador Perez, 48 home runs last season, was tied with Vlad Guerrero Jr. for most home runs out there in the big leagues. You've got Framel Reyes along with Jose Ramirez on the other side for the Guardians. But that said, it's a case in which neither of these teams necessarily have those big boppers. So those home run analytics, you don't have to utilize them as much when you've got on one side for the Kansas City Royals, Whit Merrifield, Bobby Witt, Adalberto Mondesi, and on the other side for the Cleveland Guardians, guys like a Yu Chang, Austin Edges, Andre Jimenez. The big thing is just being able to have some of these guys be able to reach base for either side. And what I think is really going to be big for the Cleveland Guardians is that I take a look at their bullpen and I think that they've got a good advantage. They were number five in all of Major League Baseball last year with the guys' bullpen ERA. Right now, the Royals were better with their bullpen. Towards the second half of the season, they were in the 17th spot overall for the campaign. But if you take a look after the All-Star break, the Royals were one of the better teams with regards to their bullpen. And they do have a couple guys that you're able to rely upon. Someone like a Josh Samo, Jake Brenz. These guys have been solid. Now, Joel Payampas 
seems to be dealing with a little bit of an injury. And Amir Garrett is just someone that I've never been high on at all. A lot of people are saying, oh boy, Amir Garrett is going to the Kansas City Royals. Well, congratulations. You got a reliever who wound up having a 6 ERA last season. That's not necessarily too ideal there. But you take a look at the Guardians, even with James Karinczak on the fold. They did wind up using a couple guys yesterday, but... Still, guys like Nick Sandlin, Emmanuel Classe, who was used today, but was used for only five pitches. Some of the best that you're going to find out there in the big leagues, but I do think that it's a case of which Chris with the K, Bubich, even though his home and road splits were a little bit demonstrative, he certainly was a little bit better at home than on the road last season, right around 390 ERA at home, more of a five-ish on the road. I think that they're going to be in for a little bit of tough go of it with Cal Quantrill, the way that he was able to roll towards the back half of last season. I think that this is a good spot for the Guardians to be able to get it done, be able to get their first win with that new name, because as we know, they've seen a little bit of change for them to be the Guardians this season. So I take a look at this spot. I think that you've got some solid value here with the Indians on the money line, so we're going to be good rolling with that. And when it comes to the total, I think that you're going to be able to get a little bit more offense in this one. I think that you're going to be seeing things wind up exploding a little bit more with regards to the total. I set it more around at 8.6, so... At a nine, I'd be willing to take an under, but right now I'm taking a look at some of these eight and a half and hoping that the juice winds up being able to even out. It seems like we've got a little bit more of a minus 115, minus 110 feel on an eight and a half, whereas the nines, they're all like minus 125, minus 130. And I think that that's big with regards to totals as well, because I've just found with regards to taking a look at Major League Baseball that you're not going to find a lot of totals wind up landing exactly on like an eight or a nine, because you might have being like, oh boy, I need to get. I need to get this half run. I'm willing to lay the 20 cents of juice, but I just do the math and long-term the 20 cents of juice. I think that it's better to just save it because such few games wind up landing on the total itself that you just wind up finding yourself in a spot where you're paying juice and it's not really paying off for you. So I think that this is a case in which I'd be rather taking an eight and a half over in this spot. And we're going to be taking a look at the Cleveland guardians on the money line as well. And then, out there with regards to the American League, you've also got a game that you wound up seeing a pitching matchup form just after the game that we wound up seeing today with the Texas Rangers and the Toronto Blue Jays. This one is 919, 920 on the bang board. Hunjin Ryu going for the Blue Jays, and Spencer Howard is going to be on the bump for the Rangers. And the Rangers, shock, shock, surprise, surprise, with Spencer Howard on the mound, finding themselves as right around a plus $2 underdog. Meanwhile, with the Blue Jays, finding as high as a minus 250 on them, as low as a minus 220 with your total in between 9.5 and, and 10. Mostly seeing 10s with that underjuice right around minus 115 to minus 120, but I do take a look at this Toronto Blue Jays team. Team is an absolute machine with regards to the offense, but gauging Spencer Howard, I think, is going to be intriguing because with Spencer Howard, I don't think he's ever went a full five innings in his career just because he winds up giving you, like, typically two really good innings, and then he just falls completely off a cliff with regards to his production there. So the Texas Rangers towards the back half of the season, they were pretty much using him as an opener plus. I always like to use the phrase opener to sure when it comes to Spencer Howard, but man, 0-5 record, 7.43 ERA. The only thing that really keeps you off the over is because you got to expect that you're going to see a lot of the bullpen of the Texas Rangers in this game because once again, Spencer Howard delivering no length whatsoever. And then you take a look at Unjin Ryu. Last year it was a little bit of a rough go for him, but... I do think that he's going to be able to return to force someone who does a very solid job of not giving out a lot of walks. Did wind up having that 437 area last season, but you take a look at him right around two walks per nine innings. The 1.3 home runs per nine innings, a little bit uncharacteristic of him, but I do think that he's going to be able to return, do a very solid job with the Blue Jays. Keep in mind that they wound up going from Dunedin, Florida. I think that they wound up playing a couple games out there in Buffalo, and then they wind up returning back to Toronto towards back half last season. So, you wind up having a very intriguing spot there, but with the Toronto Blue Jays, you just take a look at this team. Vlad Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, Teoscar Hernandez, lots and lots of firepower. And for the Texas Rangers, they've been able to bolster their lineup a little bit as well. You wind up bringing Corey Seager. You wind up being able to bring in Marcus Simeon as well. That winds up being able to help out this team in a very big way. But with the Texas Rangers, you still do have a middle to bottom of the lineup that is a tad bit suspect. And you did wind up seeing an under in the game that we wound up seeing on Saturday as well. I think that the notion is that the Toronto Blue Jays, because they've got all these guys that are able to match that, they are very much an over team. But take a look at the Blue Jays last season. Fewer than half of their games wound up going over the total. As a matter of fact, more like 45 to 46% of their games wound up going over the total. So you actually saw a little bit of a nice 
under advantage there. And for the Toronto Blue Jays, what I think is big for this team, the fact that they have brought in a lot of bullpen guys, and they use them very well today. Yimi Garcia, Tim Meza, along with Jordan Romano, they all wound up entering into the game yesterday, all got the job done with nine pitches or fewer. So that means that you could wind up seeing some of these guys coming back on Sunday as well. So I take a look at this spot. I'm seeing a lot of run line prices right around a minus 115 to a minus 120. I'd be willing to lay that with the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm not necessarily going to be Jones in to lay too many run lines at home, but I feel like this is a solid one with the way that the Blue Jays are able to put up some runs. And when it comes to being able to put up production, that's exactly what we're going to be getting next. As you've got Ryan Rossi, and he does a great job with the Philadelphia City cast. Just something that we wind up doing over here at VEASAN that is powered by Bet Rivers. He's going to be joining me next. Going to talk some Phillies and going to be talking some 76ers right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And great to be joined by our guest, Ryan Rousing. Does a terrific job over there in the city of Philadelphia. He does some work over there with Sports Radio WIP and over here at VSIN. He is the host of the Philadelphia CityCast. We've got one for so many different cities like New York, Los Angeles. Ryan obviously does the one for Philadelphia, Chicago, list goes on and on. And to be able to follow Ryan on Twitter at Wise Ry, R-Y-E on that last name. And Ryan, great to have you aboard. Thank you. Oh, absolutely, Greg. And Ryan, when it comes to what we're going to be getting out there in the city of Philadelphia, I think that we're going to see some very good baseball this year. They're off to a, a nice undefeated start here against the Oakland A's, obviously. Oakland A's not a team that is going to be contending for a title in a lot of people's opinion this season, but what have you seen out of the Philadelphia Phillies? Because I'm bullish on this team. I felt like coming into the season that their their odds to be able to win the NLE should have been a little bit better than that for the New York Mets with everything that the Mets have dealt with and just the fact that they are the New York Mets in general. But I take a look at this Phillies team and very encouraged by what I've seen here early in the season. It's exciting. It's exciting, Greg. I mean, we're people are joking here locally. Uh, you know, this is going to be a 120 win baseball team, and this is going to be a uh, you know World Series champion, just like 2008. And obviously, uh, that's that's uh, said with uh, some sarcasm and and joking behind it. But you know, the Phillies they're getting a little bit overlooked, I think, from the average Joe or even you know people that are you know do this for a living at, at baseball insiders, whoever it may be, because the reality of it. This franchise has been a joke. This is a franchise that hasn't sniffed the postseason, Greg, uh, in a decade. <laughs> so and, and let's add on to this, actually. Let's look at the bullpen, who in a shortened 2020 season had an ERA over seven, historically bad. Uh, an ERA last season that was, I believe, 28th in all of Major League Baseball. Uh, a, a bullpen collectively that led the entire majors in blown saves last year, add on defensive concerns, add on Aaron Nola concerns and starting rotation depth period. So you couple all of that together, despite this big bopper lineup offensively, there's a lot of reasons to be skeptical, but man, it's only two games and everything that you mentioned, Greg is beyond valid besides it only being two games who those two games have been against. Uh, and there's a long way to go, but this lineup right now, this looks like an absolute nightmare if you're on the mound to, to get through. They're just going to wear you down, wear you down, and all it takes is one inning, one or two swings. Next thing you know, you know they're up three or four runs. So if everyone stays healthy. Maybe I'm a little bit biased, but they're going to be a tough out. And I do think that in this division as well, it is very important to have a good bullpen because we saw the team that won the World Series come out of the National League East. That'd be the Atlanta Braves and. One of the biggest things for them towards back half of last season was guys like A.J. Minter and company really being able to step up in the bullpen. Heck, the Mets, I recognize that they wound up tailspinning towards the second half of the season, but they did wind up having one of the better bullpens that you were able to find out there in the MLB as well. The Marlins are even respectable as well, obviously. Marlins are a team that we're anticipating being able to hoist any sort of a pennant at the end of the season or anything like that, but team that in my opinion is improving and I do like the fact that the Phillies they wind up getting Brad Ann they wind up getting Corey Knable out there to be able to bolster that bullpen and finally they wind up addressing that and I think that that's the biggest factor for this Phillies team 
It absolutely is. And, you know, some people are a little bit down on Brad Hand. Um, listen, he's a three-time All-Star, and <laughs> you throw anyone in this bullpen at this point with uh, a history of relative success, there's nowhere for this group to go but up. Now, that's not a comment that you want to lean your money on if you're looking to make a bet for a division winner or even, you know, a pennant winner or, you know, a World Series value play. But like I said, this lineup makes everything else better about this team. Like you look at the game on uh, Saturday earlier today, Phillies went up two nothing and six innings of no runs on either side. All of a sudden back to back home runs uh, from the Phillies, they extend the lead to four to one. They end up winning four two. That's the difference, right? And that's all it takes. There's just power up and down this lineup. There, there's no breath of an exhale uh, at any point. So if they're able to get early leads, if they're able to build upon leads or even come from behind, which I think they're going to have no issue doing, that just eases so much tension for the rotation, the starting pitcher, and the bullpen late in games. I agree with you. I do think that the Phillies bullpen is going to be just so critical this season. And seems like they finally have one because the past few years, I can beg the question whether or not they had a bullpen or they just wound up having a line of gas cans trying to light games on fire because, boy, <laughs> that was not necessarily too terrific. They wound up getting out there. Some of the less than trustworthy guys, we will put it to you that way, but something that is somewhat trustworthy. I don't know if it's fully trustworthy. That'd be the Philadelphia 76ers. The postseason is going to be getting ramped up in the next few days with the play-in tournament. And I think it's going to be intriguing to take a look at this Philadelphia 76ers team. Obviously, they wound up making the trade with the Brooklyn Nets at the trade deadline. And it's really been a little bit of a topsy-turvy team with the Philadelphia 76ers still fighting for a little bit of playoff positioning with the Boston Celtics with one game to go for each team. But... How do you wind up seeing this Philadelphia 76ers team being able to perform in the postseason? Because I think that this is a bunch of which they've got a pretty low floor and a pretty high ceiling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, this is, this is very, very uneasy right now in the city of Philadelphia. When it comes to the 76ers, they have been extremely frustrating despite having Joel Embiid, who is uh, by all my accounts and an MVP, the MVP, we'll see if he ends up getting it, but he's just been playing at a historic level, another 40 point, uh, 10 rebound plus day on Saturday. He's just been an absolute stud and they're starting to have some growing pains now with James Harden. You know, they had the honeymoon phase in the first five games with Harden. They started five and oh, now you're starting to see the, the weaknesses throughout this roster rear their ugly head. They are not deep. They do not have enough shooting, and that's putting it very nicely uh, around James Harden and Joel Embiid. They're poor defensively, particularly guarding the perimeter, which is a big deal in today's NBA. So there's a lot of issues. And Doc Rivers, can LA take him now? I, I mean, <laughs> Doc Rivers is a joke. Anyone that likes that man or thinks he's a legitimate head coach, I need to sit down and have a, a long conversation with you. I, I don't trust him at all. Uh, and they just went into Toronto the other night, Greg, and Toronto waxed them. And it looks like Toronto is going to end up being their first round opponent. That's going to be an absolute heavyweight 12 round bout uh, that either side can come out on top. I agree with you. And I think that a little bit of an X factor here for the Philadelphia 76ers, what you wind up getting out of Tobias Harris as well, because I've seen all sorts of different takes on him the way that he's been able to perform a guy that is able to give you 17 points seven boards per game but as we know consistency has not been there with him as well and i think that he could be the cog that winds up either being able to catapult the 76ers and help them win a couple rounds or if he winds up not being able to step up winds up having some of his inconsistent play be to the worst that it could wind up torpedoing this team as well yeah tobias harris uh you're you're speaking with a. Uh, uh a man that's not very high on, on Tobias either. Um, listen, he's a stat sheet filler. He's a great guy. He's a veteran, uh, 17 and seven type of guy, like you said, Greg, but he's not a sharpshooter. Sure. He can knock down the three, uh, but that's not what he does, so to speak. And he's not really a guy that puts it on the floor either. He's someone that needs space to operate, 
He'll back you down uh, in like mid-range post-up situations, isolation situations. That's not what this team needs right now. They don't need another player like that JV version of James Harden and Joel Embiid who need space and time to operate with the basketball. For me, it's Tyrese Maxey, and then it's a role-player guy like Danny Green. Can he turn the clocks back a little bit and give this team – three or four three-pointers made a night, especially in the postseason. What can the young Tyrese Maxey do? A lot of ifs and a lot of question marks. And Ryan, we've got about 45 seconds left here when it comes to the Eastern Conference. Who's the team that you think should be the favorite going into it? Because I think that it's so intriguing to see the way that all these teams are playing, and it's about as jumbled up as as I can remember it being. The Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. That may be a boring answer. They're, they're the defending champions, but I still feel like they get overlooked at times. They play as a team. They know their identity. Giannis is leading the charge. They are just an extremely tough out. I'm not sure who's going to be able to beat them four out of seven times. Miami can give them a tough series. Obviously, Brooklyn with Durant and Kyrie can beat anyone. But at the end of the day, I think Milwaukee is going to be coming out of the East. Yeah, I think that it's a case in which Milwaukee is starting to play its best basketball late, and we always say it with the NCAA tournament. Don't necessarily say it as much with regards to the NBA, but when you're able to get hot late, that is very great. And a man that is always hot, that would be you, Ryan. Great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Greg, you're the man. I always appreciate it. Thank you. Ryan Rothstein does a great job with the Philadelphia CityCast that we do over here at VSIN, and it's always great to get him on the show. So big thanks to him. And coming up next, we're going to be taking a look at those NBA MVP odds right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bang Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NFL Draft is right here in lovely Las Vegas this year, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi, who is a former NFL GM. He's going to be giving his analysis. Visa knows Mike Pritchard is a man that was drafted in the first round, Sean King. He's won a Super Bowl before. They'll give you their insights on what you can all bet on. Also, the legend. Brent Musburger, voice of the Las Vegas Raiders. He's going to be giving his draft best bets today in our NFL Draft Betting Guide. Sign up today and you'll be able to get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft for just $19. That is at VEASAN.com slash spring as it is a Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And a big thanks to Ryan Rothstein of the Philadelphia CityCast that we do over here with VEASAN. He joined me in the last segment and we were talking about with him He was talking about how Joel Embiid deserves to be the MVP right now. And if you're taking a look at the line right now that we've got at DraftKings with regards to odds to be able to win MVP, we've seen a little bit of movement here. Right now, Nikolai Jokic, he is still the favorite. And we've really seen it ever since the straw poll that was put out by ESPN. Jokic has just been running away with this award. And interestingly enough, earlier today at DraftKings, you wound up seeing Nikolai Jokic minus 350, Joel Embiid, plus 250 with Giannis Antetokounmpo at plus 700. And then everyone else, boy, you're really taking a shot in the dark out there with Devin Booker at 75 to one. Luka Doncic, 100 to one. John Morant, 200 to one. But now you've got Jokic at minus 380, plus 265 on Joel Embiid. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, he is now clocking in at eight to one. So we've seen a little bit of movement despite the fact that you did wind up having Joel Embiid go out there today and against the Indiana Pacers, 41, 20, and 4. That should not be hurting your line with regards to odds to be able to win MVP. And the Nuggets, it's not as if you want to be having Mr. Jokic wind up going out there for like 50 points or anything like that because they were off today. As a matter of fact, we've only got one NBA game that's going on right now. That'd be the Clippers up on the LA Kings or the Sacramento Kings. I always get the 
Kings mix up. But with that said, 111.93, you've got about two and a half minutes remaining in this one. So I wind up taking the under right now. You're in relatively solid shape there. But I do take a look at this award, and I do think that it is intriguing to be able to take a look at because, as we know, when it comes to these player awards, a lot of it is based on what you wind up doing late. And this is a regular season award. So if you do wind up seeing a case in which Nikolai Jokic winds up getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs, meanwhile, Joel Embiid is able to spear out a run for the Philadelphia 76ers to make like the Eastern Conference Finals. Insert your round of the playoffs here. Not going to matter, unfortunately. So I do think that that is something that you want to be taking a look at. Obviously, ballots are going to be done relatively soon with this regard. And I figure that at least one of these voters probably has already made up their mind with regards to the MVP race. But I do think that when you just take a look at everything that you've been able to get out of Joel Embiid, it's relatively solid. Now, the advanced analytics, they do favor what you've been able to get out of Nikolai Jokic. And it is a case in which Jokic has been absolutely superb this season. But the one thing that I think you always want to be taking into account when it comes to any award, this could be NBA MVP, it could be NFL MVP, odds to be able to win Cy Young, list goes on and on. It's just general voter fatigue, having the same guy wind up winning the award multiple times. Now with Jokic, I mean, the guy has been absolutely insane. You take a look at it, averaging 27 points, 8 assists, and he's been able to put up 14 rebounds per contest while shooting about 34% from three. As a matter of fact, he has scored at least 35 points with at least 16 rebounds in each out of the last four games for this team. I mean, it's absolutely insane. Now, the month of April is very short, but he's averaging 38 points, 17 and a half rebounds, six assists, one block per game, and it's just been otherworldly what we've seen out of him. So, no offense or buts about it. He has been a very deserving gentleman, and when it comes to Giannis Antetokounmpo, I felt like there was a little bit of value on him about a week or so ago because he did wind up having that big performance against the Brooklyn Nets, wound up burying a few threes. He's really been able to do a great job of being able to do the little things a little bit better for the team. And even take a look on Friday, 30 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. That is not a performance that typically should be bumping you down with regards to the MVP hunt, but just with everything that is happening with Nikolai being able to take over this month, it has been insane to be able to take a look at it. And when it comes to the playoff contention of all these teams as well, that is something that you do want to be able to evaluate as well. Like a big reason why John Morant is not in the hunt right now is because the Memphis Grizzlies have been so good without him that I honestly wouldn't be able to justify him being able to get the award if it would be a case in which the Memphis Grizzlies switch around the wins and the losses. Yeah, then you could wind up voting for John Morant and... I think that a little bit of this is a case of just the Grizzlies having a little bit more of a favorable schedule without John Morant, just a night in which they wind up catching teams at a good spot. I don't think that it's which Memphis is worse with him out there on the court or anything like that, but I do find it to be a little bit fascinating. But with that said, you do take a look at what you're able to get out of these teams in general with the Denver Nuggets. They've been able to, they've been able to vault themselves up to the sixth spot. Looks like they're going to be able to hold off the Minnesota Timberwolves to be able to get that six seed so they don't wind up having to play in the playing tournament. Now, the Bucks, out of all these teams with regards to the top three MVP candidates, they are the highest one up with regards to standing, though you could wind up seeing a little bit of switcheroo here as well because the Bucks, they are finding themselves in the number two spot with 51 wins and you've got the 76ers with 50 wins both of these teams have one game remaining so there is a little bit of mystery with that regard but i do take a look at what the milwaukee bucks have been able to do it's relatively solid and i do think that when it comes to what the bucks wound up doing last year and being able to win the nba title i honestly think that that could wind up playing a little bit more into the favor of Giannis Antetokounmpo. i don't know if that means that he's going to be able to win the award or not but when you just heard everyone with regards to that Bucks title last year. So many people were saying like, oh, well, they wound up playing against Team X that was banged up. They didn't wind up having to go up against the LA Lakers in the finals. You know what? That Kevin Durant foot on the line was really lucky. So people were able to just go down the list of why the Milwaukee Bucks maybe didn't wind up deserving that title slash got really lucky to be able to win that title. And now, I feel like some of the doubters have been put to rest a little bit more with the Milwaukee Bucks with the way that they've been able to play here down the stretch. And that's indicative of the odds that we're right now seeing with regards to the Eastern Conference. Because while the Miami Heat are the number one team with regards to the actual standings, with regards to the betting favorite, that would be the Milwaukee Bucks. 
to be able to come out of the east as you're right now finding them right around about a plus 250 depending on where you look so i do find that to be really intriguing to take a look at with regards to this race and this race in general just wound up flipping when espn wound up doing this draw poll because you may recall even just a few short weeks ago you were finding joel Embiid number one nikolai Jokic was a very clear number two Giannis Antetokounmpo was the clear number three now Giannis his standing has really not changed here in recent weeks the odds have gotten a little bit shorter on him than they were at the time of that poll but once that was put out it was all about Nikolai Jokic so I do think that just being able to take a look at how things wind up going down the stretch very big and I mean if I were to have a vote I'd personally probably be giving it to Mr. Jokic but certainly I do think that it's a case in which we are going to be seeing some intrigue with regards to what we wind up getting in this award because you don't typically find a lot of two-time MVPs when it comes to the NBA but what you do wind up finding is an under in this game as this one just wound up going final Clippers they get the job done against the Sacramento Kings by a count of 117 to 98 and Clippers as a double-digit favorite they are able to cover this one so they were able to get that one to the window and within the last hour or so this game wound up wrapping up as well Golden State Warriors needed a nice win to be able to help out their positioning with regards to the postseason and they were able to get out over the San Antonio Spurs by a count of 194 the Spurs were able to make a nice little bit of a run late but it was the Warriors being able to get it done in this one despite the fact that Jordan Poole well he couldn't throw it into the pool from three-point range one of 11 from three three of 19 overall from the floor but they might up going 11 of 11 at the free line so Golden State Warriors they were able to get it done they get a win that they need to be able to help out their positioning and we've got one game remaining out there in Major League Baseball wound up just seeing a run on the board in this one you got the Houston Astros and the LA Angels doing battle and the Angels have just made it a two to zero game this one is in the bottom of the eighth inning prior to this eighth inning it was case of which the lone home run I should say the lone run in this game came off of a home run off the bat of Jared Walsh First start for Justin Verlander in a very long time. He gives up that solo home run, and that's it over the course of five innings. And Noah Thor Syndergaard, guy that just has not been able to pitch much in recent years, five and a third innings, gives up two hits, no earned runs. He was able to do a rock solid job, and to be able to make that lead one to zero and make it two to zero, Mike Trout winds up going deep off of Ryan Sanick. His first home run of the season, as we know, Mike Trout, a guy that was very much banged up last season, wound up missing over half of the season. And the Angels I think it's going to be fascinating to see how some of these other guys wind up being able to come along as well is Anthony Rendon able to live a little bit more up to that contract because with Rendon he wound up being signed from Washington there was great expectations around him and it's an Angels team that in the second half of the season when Joe Otani wound up having his struggles struggles coupled with the fact that they were without Mike Trout for the entirety of the second half of the season they were actually the second worst team in all of baseball after the all-star break in terms of runs per game out there in the american league you would never think that for an angel team that typically their main bugaboo comes with regards to pitching but with regards to pitching we've got a lot of pitching matchups that are set for sunday so coming up next right here on the great peterson experience going to be turning it forward and we're going to be taking a look at a lot of the games that we're getting for sunday give you guys some picks and analysis on those right here on the great peterson experience on vcin the sports bank network Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.